trying to think of what else I can ask you. I'm so, this is the funniest thing. Cause if we were going to do like a podcast, I was like, guys, I don't like talking to people. I don't like asking them questions. Uh, this is not going to go well. But they're like, well, you should do something. You can't just be retired. Bradley, where are you from? Uh, Detroit, Michigan. Eight mile. Look at if you have one shot, one the opportunity to seize everything that you ever wanted. What? Moment would you capture it or just let it slip? you better lose yourself the music the moment you wrong do you better never it go do you only get it shot you not to miss a chance to block this opportunity comes once in a lifetime i'm yo and you know we we have never recorded anything together i've been on a lot of podcasts and you've been on a lot of podcasts and we've never done anything together that's that's true. Maybe move the mic away from not right in front of your face. Like, yeah. Hold on. Let me change the. Um, angle. Or you can try and move the mic a little lower. Although you're so short, I, you're probably already. Stand, the stand doesn't go any lower. Hold on. I can. Um... Is it because you're so short? I don't know. Whatever you want to say. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Actually, I have a thing. All right. That looks uh, introduction. Okay. Welcome, Brad. Hey, Jason. Thanks for having me, man. Tell tell us about tell me about yourself. Tell us well, about yourself. My name is Brad. Why don't you Ellison. tell us about yourself? My name is Brad Ellison. I am the founder and proprietor. Of- what do you uh, hey? What do you think is the hardest thing for people to launch a company? like we did. Well, maybe that's a bad question because there's not a lot of people that launch like we did. You could kind of call yourself a corporate refugee. We're in a corporation. You had a plan. That plan fell through. Wanted to use your relevant experience to be your own boss. That's kind of like the origin story of a lot of the franchisors. Yeah, but they, while they might be starting a company from scratch, they still, they already have all the branding. They have the strategy. They have the marketing. They have support resources. Hypothetically, isn't that what they're buying? Is there anything else you'd like to say? Well, what do you think? What do you think is the hardest part for people when they launch? So I think uh, I think one of the harder parts of starting a business is it's hard, and mm-hmm. you want to go back to comfort. I think that was really interesting when you said that you told your wife that this is going to be less comfortable than the mm-hmm. previous years. Maybe just talk us through why you did not go seek comfort in the midst of the trial by fire fire year. So. Uh, CrossFit. Have you, are you familiar? Okay. Very cool. Way to go. I, I had to do it. Right. Um, and a lot of that was being exposed to you and you and you. I thought, I thought the, the company that I was working for was like the biggest, baddest painting company in America. No one could have been doing more than $3 million a year. And then my eyes were open to all these people that were doing what we were doing, but much better at a much larger scale, doing things differently and more intelligently the opportunities that were on the horizon 
and then simply just making the decision to do it. So I don't know. I think we can all do things for a short term. We can all we can all run 100 miles. All we got to do is suck it up and do it. Isn't that true? Just one step at a time. That's it's right. easy. That's right. It's not even running. A lot of it is like power hiking. Yeah. Well, I saw your pick. I mean, there was at least eight other people that day that were faster than me. Did you know that you could go through that? Yeah. So, I mean, I know you know a little bit about, about my personal backstory. Sure. And one of the things that I think I'm a really good example of is absolute total failure and bouncing back. And I've done that multiple times in my life. I can lose everything and still have a lot. And especially with my current situation with a wife that I not only love, but I actually like. There's miracles being released in the room, online in your room. An awesome house and this great community of friends. Okay, enough, enough, enough. But, well, you know what? Your life is great. We're very proud the, of you. And that's not to say, and I don't want to paint it that my life is perfect because we all have issues and you know Rachel and I have issues and the business has issues and my kids are little buttholes sometimes sometimes she puts the cookies at the top of the cupboard and you have to uh, that's dual so that's I mean that's that's a primary way that we've been trying to professionalize the industry around us mm. is focusing on healthy subcontractor relationships healthy subcontractor earnings because we have 30 contractors right now that are accepting work from us on the regular and I have a lineup of 30 more that want to be with us in the spring when I have enough work to, uh, to justify it. I do think a lot of people view subs as disposable or as an easy button, just subcontract mm -hmm. it out, just mm -hmm. sub it out. And something I heard you say is how much intentionality, focus, hard work, and care mm -hmm. you put into using subcontractors, which is a little bit countercultural in the industry. Thanks, Brad, for coming on and, and telling your story. I think you are just a novel example of professionalism in the industry. A lot of people look up to you and a lot more people are going to look up to you. So I think you are a rising star. Any parting words or advice for those who find themselves as business owners of a painting company and are looking to not fall into the stereotype that is here in 2023, be more of a Brad Ellison than a Chuck in a truck. Uh, well, before I give that parting advice, I would like to And along those lines, really, my advice to other people is don't be shy. There are so many people within our industry that are, are willing and able to provide truly invaluable resources and knowledge and wisdom, expecting nothing in return. I mean, you took a flyer on me. Yeah, sure. Fly up to Minneapolis. I'll give you a couple days of my time. You didn't ask for anything in return and you've continued to give after that. I average about one call a week from some other painting company owner around the country that reaches out and wants advice on marketing or launching or finding subcontractors. And so, yeah, my advice is there are so many people within our industry that are willing to have that conversation and give their time to you. If you try to live in a silo and, and build your business by yourself, it's going to take a lot longer than trying to do it collaboratively with other people. I reach out, reach out to Jason, reach out to me, reach out to Jason. And uh, I think that'll, that'll speed things along for you. I'm too sexy for my shirt. Too sexy for my shirt. So sexy it hurts. <laughs>